What's going on? It's Burn After Noticing, the Burn Notice podcast. We're here. We did it. We're back. I guess we are. We are back. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm here with my co-host, Josh. That's me. We're going to talk about a show called Burn Notice. That is what is going to happen. Factually correct. And we brought a guest. Um... And we're going to continue uh, with our with our Bobby Horror crossover. Um, co-host of Bobby Horror, it's Bobby Babylon. What's up, Bobby? Hey, everybody! Thank you, thank you. Smoke them if you got them, listeners. Thanks for having me on, guys. I was going to berate you if you didn't say smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it, man. No, yeah, you guys. Uh, you're. It, I, I'm a bit of a filmer. Uh, you know, I've seen all the Star <laughs> Wars. Uh, I've seen a lot of other things, a lot of content, and uh, I hadn't seen. Burn notice. So this. Oh, was, this I'm, is I'm a sorry. Fun I didn't thing. realize that we had a, we had a cinephile. Oh, uh, I, I, I dabble. I all dabble. of the Star I'm, Wars. So so you you've seen them all. The extended. Have you seen Star Wars Rebels? Well, that's TBS, I, I guess. So that's that's more our department. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I've seen what what somebody would say is the true artworks of Star Wars, and I mean, and I think Shake might be dabbling in. I've I've been getting introduced into some new media too, other than Burn Notice. I mean, I, I I'm watching these uh, 1970s Japanese sexploitation oh, yeah. films. I think Shake maybe knows about these as well. Like I'm a, I'm a real filmer, so Burn Notice was exciting to get into too. That is a perfect tie-in, absolutely. And I'm I'm really thankful that um right before we started recording and talking about not talking at Star Wars about Star Wars at all, it took us one minute. <laughs> I was about to bring that up too. We were talking like don't bring up Fuck. Star Wars. But you know what? Fuck it. We brought it up, baby. We, it's the weekend. Thanks, thanks guys. It's the weekend. I, I don't live in Miami. I mean Star Wars was it was a big deal. This was it just happened. I, if I, if I was down in Miami, life would be different. That's why yeah, we, I like this we show. We common Midwestern rubes need our uh, tentpole flagship cinema to uh, keep us entertained during the holiday season. Our bread and circus, if you will. We I don't mean, did, get uh, drone-shot-worthy beaches full of the, uh, bikini-clad women. The theater I was in lost their shit when they said they fly now. They did fly they now? Really? Oh, they fucking standing oh. oh, I mean, Wait a second, I... wait a second. Guys, wait, 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 wait. Applause They fly break. now? Applause no, break. Bloody, they fly, fly now. now. They fly now. They fly now. Applause break. Sleeves was one of them. Wow. I'm glad. Well, I love, uh, I mean, you can see my reaction to the fly now, too. I posted it on Twitter, which I was in a theater, <laughs> by the way. I totally didn't watch the movie at home at all. I was in a movie theater with my reaction. Definitely in a movie theater, not using any sort of bootleg copy that you're going to send me later. Of course, not at all. And uh, I do not. love the um, video that Bugman did post of the, the end when uh, uh, he starts clapping and yelling, JJ. Ray Skywalker. Yeah, JJ! JJ! I didn't see that. Oh, you got to see that. I've been off Twitter and on the toilet for the last day, so that's been fun. Twitter is the toilet, buddy. You got to get on that. That's also very true. I should be tweeting while pooping more often. I'll do better next time. You do your best tweets. Bobby, you mentioned it a little briefly that like you were this is your first kind of introduction with Burn Notice. How familiar were you with the show prior to being asked to be even on this podcast? I mean, I I was trying to think before. I didn't do much research here. Uh, I was trying no, to think we don't what either. Don't that's, that's the perfect amount of research to do. Yeah, I was trying to remember what network it was back in the day. I think my guess is it was USA. Nailed it, you dude. It was correct. Okay. Characters were welcome. Okay, so yeah, what so gave it, it away? And were, I just remember... Was it all the welcome characters? Face. Oh, char- characters are welcome. 
I think, yeah. Was uh, all the welcome characters that just reminds you that this is USA <laughs> Network. They all, they come and welcome you. Hey, welcome. I just yeah, I just remember this guy's face, and he kind of came off as like I don't know, like back in the day, I didn't watch it, and I probably thought like, oh, they're putting this dude up that sort of looks like Pierce Brosnan maybe, and you know he's trying to be cool and like. He's he's kind of cool in the show. I mean, his character. Jeffrey Donovan is kind of the Pierce Brosnan of Boston. I'm always saying that. That's a interesting comparison. I would have never thought of that unless you brought that up. But uh, like I said, I'm a filmer. I mean, uh, I've yeah. seen uh, all the James Bond movies as well. You know, have oh, you seen shit. all the James Bonds? I, I th- and actually, there's one James Bond that only did one movie. And I haven't seen that one. Otherwise, I think I have. There was like one actor that only had one film. Oh, I'm told the name? Tim Dalton one, right? Yes. There was one Tim Dalton right. James Bond. I think he only did one, didn't he? They had them all up on Prime for a long time, I think. And yeah. Oh, did they really? I watched them. I mean, hmm. old, the old Sean Connery ones do kick ass. I mean, that, that shit rules. Oh, oh yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, Goldfinger is, like, my favorite still, I think. It's, like, phenomenal. Has anyone, like, uh, canceled James Bond yet? Has that I, been a thing? Come on. Yeah, of course they have. have we canceled James Bond? Okay, yeah, yeah. We I mean, he's a changed womanizer. over time. Like, Sean Connery, James Bond, was uh, he was slapping broads around. Yeah. Uh, they're not doing that nowadays with Daniel Craig. No, no, no. Daniel Wait, Craig's Daniel like, Craig not, but hasn't Daniel Craig had some sort of at least like e- equal fight with like a, a female actress in I, one of the movies though? Kind of. I feel like his movies have been like sex deprived, right? Like he's the least. Yeah, Daniel horny Craig bond. doesn't. Yeah, he is definitely the least horny Bond. He does not fuck anywhere near as much as other Bonds. There's one where Sean Connery literally has sex with a woman, and then another woman that's coming in that like matters in the spy sense. So he puts this woman in the closet and then bangs the other woman and then waits for her to leave in the morning and the other one comes out. So like there's definitely wow. not as much sex as there Oof. used to be in really the, the great ones. Yeah, and, and Pierce Brosnan definitely fucked. Yeah, oh, Pierce, yeah. yeah, like, uh, I mean, Pierce what Brown. was it, Christmas, whatever her name was? The uh, Denise Richards, yeah. Halle Berry. Oh, yeah, uh, he had a resume, Richards man. was, yeah, that's one of her finer roles. Absolutely. It's a good one. GoldenEye, yeah, GoldenEye fucking, I mean, great game, obviously, on the N64, but pretty solid movie, too. I like GoldenEye a lot, actually. I'm it's glad cheesy, we're talking about this fun. right now. I think GoldenEye is really good and super rewatchable. I have it on Blu-ray. I have I have only the I, well, you know, I have Doctor No, which I still have never watched. I think I picked it up real cheap because it was the first one, and I still never I've still never seen it. The only reason I had, like wanted to like was interested in Doctor No and saw is because when I was a kid, uh, when I was in Jamaica, they they take you through the little uh, there's like a cave down there in uh, Ocho Rios, and they go through it. I guess that's where they film like the cave scenes. Oh, they, like that's like the big selling point of the tour. They're like, oh, we filmed Doctor No here. Check it out. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. I would. That is. Would no, it was rad. The caves were super yeah. awesome. Like it was cool as hell. Jamaica kicks ass. It was just fun being into James Bond as a kid because, um, like, it went from just being I like dumb action to then, oh yeah, I'm 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 pretty hyped to see who the new Bond girl is. And for a while, they were crushing it. Like they made Halle Berry the girl at a great age. Oh for yeah, me. I was very oh, yeah. happy about that. Now Halle they got Ana de Armas is in this new one. Whoo. <laughs> Have you um, rewatched the uh, Flintstones live action movie recently? Uh, it's got Hallie and um, uh, oh, oh, John Goodman, right? Yeah, Halle yeah. Berry, like one of her earlier roles, I think. And like, it's funny how horny they made the Flintstones, but she looks so good in that movie. I'm going to give this a rewatch. Thank you, my man. Yes, no, I, I can't remember why I rewatched it other than just, <laughs> I think I watched it with a friend. And is we were she, just like, let's watch that. Is she wearing like the um, spotted loincloth kind oh, of yeah. like, skirt thing? I remember. Yeah, her char- I mean, her character is very problematic in the sense that she's like the dumb secretary trope, which is mm. annoying to see. But mm. like, she does like sex it up really 
a lot in that movie for like a, a remake or a fucking live action film of the Flintstones. I haven't yeah. seen that one recently, but I was in a bar a while back that was playing the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Ooh. Which doesn't have John Goodman and Holly Berry. It's got Rosie O'Donnell, though. It's got Rosie O'Donnell. It's got uh, Mark Addy, who played Robert Baratheon. And it's got, um, uh, what's her face? I think from Weeds, right? The uh, Nancy's Mm. friend from Weeds. The main? Oh, her friend. Yeah, not Mary Louise Parker, but Mary Louise Parker's friend. I think that's the other, uh, I don't know, something like that. But I remember it's Robert Baratheon and it's Fred Flintstone. And isn't Mm. fucking Barney Rick Moranis in the first Flintstones? Yes. Or am I wrong? I think so. That? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Barney is uh, Barney. Yeah. That was yeah, on Rick Moranis' like last re-watch. ones before he stopped acting, wasn't it? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, you want to go out on top, right? How how is, higher can you get? Is 2020 going to be the Rick Moranis comeback year? Can we finally have it? Can we finally get a Rick Moranis uh, well, is reconna- that, is renaissance? He in, is he going to be in the new Ghostbusters? Is that coming out next year with Rick Moranis? Has he got a part? I don't know I mean, how much they want to tie it back to the originals. I feel like they're trying to not do that on this one. Yeah. Or maybe they are. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who cares? I still don't haven't care. seen the trailer for it, and I don't care to. Yeah, I have no interest, man. That's not for me. I, I mean, mean busting that, makes that me Rick feel Moranis good, but that's about cameo. it. Well, well, yeah, well, that's the, yeah, I can go back to the original Ghostbusters, because busting does indeed make me feel good. Yeah, that's all I need to know. <laughs> for sure. But what is for me is Burn Notice, and uh, let's get into it. We watched an okay. episode of it this week. It was Bobby's yeah. first. It was our ninth. It was, yeah, it was the ninth episode we've seen of uh, this show because it's the ninth episode of the first season. That's right. Um, These are facts. Uh, what was the episode called? Uh, oh, Hard it was bargain. called like Hard Fuck, Bargain. I had it pulled up. Hard Bargain. Yeah, Hard Bargain, which is fun. That's like a horny kind of spin on it, I feel A little like. bit of a horny spin. This episode gets pretty horny in some spots. Uh, you've, guys I mean, have, uh, you've seen eight other episodes now. Uh, I'm thinking this is a pretty horny show. Um, Yeah, it's like Fiona oh, it's really brings show. it the most, for sure. Yes, 100%. Like Fiona, Fiona is there to like supply the horny for the most part. But, uh, you know, there's some there's some good Sam X horny in there, too. Like Bruce Campbell's not going to let you have all the fun. Yeah, Fiona's great. She's the heavy, but she's horny too. Yes. And I, well, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode with Sleeves, but he does mention that he thinks Fiona is a fake horny. Oh my! Horny. Oh my God! That kid, he hates the fake horny. Yeah, he thinks yeah, that she was, shows. Uh, he he was wasn't out a there huge fan. Out too. Oh yeah, boy! If you really Scorching want to get his skin, if you want to get his blood take. boiling, you just talk about how somebody's being fake horny and getting all the all the benefits out of it. And ooh, I okay. Well, I mean, she is an actress. Does he realize that it is? We are talking about a show. <laughs> we didn't tell him that this was a fictional show. He we might didn't have tell thought, him about kayfabe. Somebody maybe should have told Sleeves about kayfabe. Stories, <laughs> he yes. might have thought it was reality. One of his <laughs> stories. Yes, he gets very mixed up about things. Um, I, I mean. I liked her character. She um, she knew how to handle herself. She was she clearly wanted some D the whole episode. She oh yeah, whole well, one of the hooks of this season. So they they didn't really talk about it this much in this episode. This is one of the first times they didn't talk about it. Now that I think about it, but uh, uh, Fiona and Michael did used to date back when Fiona was in the IRA, cracking skulls and blowing up cars and shit. Um, but then she got like outed or she got blacklisted and he got in some trouble. So he bounced from Ireland and then now they're in Miami together and she's like trying to get him back. Yeah, they, they have a very short recap before the episode. And I thought in my head that, it, you know, he's getting 
first off, Burn Notice. What a great fucking name, am I right? It's good, right? It is yeah. a good name. It's it is a, a great good name. name. He's, in the intro, he's just saying, and then I'm told I'm excommunicated. They gave me the Burn Notice. And my head right away is just ringing with all sorts of shit. Dumb jokes, but I love it either way. And then he's <laughs> like, and the thing about being Burn Noticed is then you're stuck wherever they drop you and it's like oh but cool you got dropped in miami fortunately like, it's his hometown yeah drop you in st louis there, let's see what you think of being burned his ex and his best friend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. imagine getting burned in st louis that's yeah, a tv get, show yeah get burn notice burn, burn notice colon midwest yeah get just burn do it like noticed do over the... by the loop by somebody and then find out you have no friends anywhere they're all in miami <laughs> Yeah, do it like a uh, Law and Order, just like a put a tech on a colon in a different city. But I mean, yeah, burn he notice, seems like burn he... notice St. Louis, burn notice Scranton, Wilkes Bar. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, so nevertheless, he's stuck in you know uh, he's down there in the uncle's territory, and he's trying to get some money. So I respect it overall. He's he's doing his best. I really like that. You know, he seems short. He seems short looking at the show, but he's got a big guy persona. Ooh. He's he's like hard edge, like he's he's working like, out with weights. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did he did want to lift in this one. He did, he like this one. I was a well, I call a literally hot start. Like we got a drone shot, we got like a beach bikinis. shot, we got a bunch of butts like right away, um, and then of course Michael Weston in jeans. Everybody else in a fucking bikini in their in their in their trunks in their suits. You no know, no shirt buttons. Michael got his shirt buttoned up wearing jeans at the beach. Sad. Well, when you're an ex-spy, you want to blend in, right? So uh, what better way than to not wear what everybody's wearing? Yeah, everyone was being very inconspicuous in this episode, right from Michael Weston's jeans right down to the bad guy's yellow Lamborghini to do business deals, which we will definitely get to. (laughs) A lot of nice cars in this episode. There were some, but we're missing one great car, and, uh, you know, listeners will know my favorite car. Uh, We lost the Spy Neon. R.I.P. Spy Neon is gone. R.I.P. to the Spy Neon. Rip to a real one. F's in chat for the Spy Neon. Yeah, Bobby, they were, they used to drive around in a Dodge Neon, Mm. and uh, it was like the, you know, the working man spy car, Mm. but uh, as you saw in this episode, Bruce Campbell upgraded to that Cadillac. Yeah, Bruce Campbell lays such sweet dick that he gets a Cadillac CTS for it. Okay, which is perfect, what they, which is what they actually. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know about the past episodes. Is he getting all his rides from different women that he's banging? Oh yeah, that's like but his whole reason he's this in. This is the same Manning. one though. This is Veronica, so he's stuck with right. this one since like episode three or four now. Yeah, this is a couple episodes in where he's kind of found a sweet lady friend, as he like references her. Much My like sweet Nicolabasky. lady friend, Michael. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's basically like prior to her or him hanging out with Veronica, he was just basically couch surfing or bed surfing around all the divorcees of miami yeah he uh he's cool as fuck like the oh, way right. he's dressed he looks like he belongs in that town got the gold chain the you know it's a little open not looking in the suit all up tight like our actual nope. you know the burn notice yep so I, I this he was in a suit in last week's episode and i brought it up that like the only time uh bruce campbell like looked genuinely uncomfortable acting in this show was when he was wearing a suit it was the one time he like looked like he didn't belong everywhere else. He's fucking Bruce Campbell. He's the man. Oh yeah, he's totally the man. He's just being himself all the <laughs> but time. But there is that I mean, line uh, right there, like when he's driving and he, uh, Michael says, "I want to. I really want to know what you do to these women to get them to buy you a car." And he just goes, "Well, Michael," and he goes, "Never mind," and shuts him up. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, let like, him keep talking. Know. Let him finish. I want to yeah, know. I really want to know. Yeah. One oh, day he's got, let some, him he's got some secrets of the trade. Yeah, it's like the uh, Tyrion Lannister uh, ass and honeycomb joke that he never gets to finish. We'll never find out uh, Sam Max's bedroom secrets, even though he's begging to tell us all. 
it's uh it's cable t television we can't dropping those uh, game of thrones refs folks you, I, you certainly i mean this is what the second or third you've brought i up, am you know? a massive song of ice and fire nerd um i yeah, read I the could... first three books but i stopped watching after like season three not out of like because i didn't like it i just didn't continue read the rest of the books and you know the show's up to you but read the rest of the books they're very i'm good. on that dune kick now man i'm on the third dune book I'm you know all, that's I'm a, a dune boy. i think i've probably talked about this and been yelled at on this pod before but i've never read dune I mean, I don't think that's like a sore spot. I feel like a lot of people really haven't. It feels like um, out of all of the like, you know, sci-fi or like or the classic um, fantasy sci-fi novels of like recent years. It's all a Game of Thrones. Like Dune's kind of fallen by the wayside. Yeah, I've I mean, never read Dune. Is um is Burn Notice based off a book? No. It's so well thought out. <laughs> it does have supplementary books that yeah. came after the show. Okay. Yes, there I are like some supplementary, supplementary novels or novelizations that we uh, we will be checking out for future content. Well, you know, speaking of like checking things out for content, I <laughs> oh, tried, no. I attempted to do that for Just, this. I want everyone podcast. to know how hard Josh works and how much he goes out of his way for this for this podcast. <sighs> I ordered a used copy of season one of this show on DVD. It was like seven dollars, and I was like, you know, it's probably got some commentaries and behind the scenes. I can check out a little more about the show. Get some understanding. Wouldn't you know it? Somebody fucking stole it from my goddamn door. Like my, my little porch was left it. on my porch and they stole it. You really hate to see it. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up. Um, I saw that this happened online and I've got a ton of questions. Um, how, like, how did you fuck up so much? Like, you've been watching Burn Notice. You're watching <laughs> a show about an ex-spy and, like, you don't have a cam on that door. And this is a um, failure what, in trade what, craft. What, what's Bobby the lay Tell here. me the layout of where you're at and, um, you know, how how vulnerable it was and uh, i mean you can't have things sent to the post office as well you yeah, know I mean, that's how much recon option. did you do before this package arrived well you know did you scout not... the drop i did you I scout think... the drop yeah <laughs> uh, you know did, I moved... now what they told us in this episode you have to grab the package and walk away did you turn back and look at the guy like nick lamb did well, are first you off, yeah, are you buying things in stores and then like turning to strangers and waving your credit card and like saying the thing you got out loud? Like, I, what, I, uh, how, how did how did ever, how did you get gamed? You got gamed. I got gamed. I muttered to myself in line at the post office all the time my social security number so I don't forget it. You know, within earshot of everybody. I'm not very smart. No, but uh, I uh, I got the little package delivery notice from Amazon. It had a uh -huh. little picture, uh -huh. and I was like, okay, look, I just recently moved to a new place. It's in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's mm -hmm. a nice place. It's a gated community. The address Gr is... Yeah. Granted, it's, it's like gated the gates are community. open during the day, but... What I think happened is somebody was like tailing a delivery truck because it's the holidays. He knows it's a nice area. He probably thinks a lot of people are getting shit delivered. Probably tailed it into the uh, complex, saw them deliver a package, and just like swiped it. I'm really excited for the person that like gets that DVD under their Christmas tree this year now. Someone's gonna like here's a used copy of Burn Notice. Yeah, I love that. I I fucking Merry like if all the things to get stolen. I love that it's this because it's like you literally just stole seven dollar dvd of like a fucking usa show from 12 years ago buddy. it's a hell of a score it's a hell of, i mean honestly that is more monetarily than the michael weston gang has made for like half of their jobs in this show uh, yeah you know that's 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 pretty accurate actually as so far as i know what did how much what did nick pay them nick is a fucking broke ass anyway like they've already I don't talked think he about paid how them nick anything right 
Yeah, like where is the money from Nick? Like he, they didn't uh, even talk turkey on that. Where? Yeah, that's another thing, Bobby. Is um, you know, they do these odd jobs each episode, as they did in this one, and usually there's like a monetary incentive because he doesn't have a job anymore. But he's always at burnt. the end, he's like, you know, I did it because you know you guys were in trouble, and he doesn't take the money usually. Yeah, trying to be a cool good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the spy with a heart of gold. Um, or he's just too stupid to even ask for a paycheck in this case, apparently. They just forgot to ask this guy to pay. He was and, like, like, I'll they take boards. Yeah, they established none of this shit was his. I guess his payoff, we'll, we'll talk about the payoff at the end. Maybe that was his payment? I don't know. We'll get to it. He's um, a broken He's a broken man. I know I'm broken, okay? <laughs> and I'm re- I'm watching just this one episode. I'm seeing it. He's so broken. That, I mean, he was on top. Clearly, he was running things as a spy. And then he's kicked out of the agency. And now he's like, he's you're, you're fucked when you're in a situation where your ex is deadly, okay? So she can't ever truly become your ex. You have to stay friends with her because she might kill you or your future women. And, and as like, this we've guy's established in, in the show, like, yeah, yeah, and we've established in the show that she's a stone cold psychopath. She will kill oh, yeah. pretty much anybody in cold blood. She's threatened to kill Sam multiple times. Um, one time she put a booby trap shotgun in a door frame and it wasn't loaded. Sam opens the door and she was like, oh man, just one minute later. It's like yeah. she just wished his head just well, got blown off. By this thing. She kind of restrained herself in this episode just a bit because, you know, at the very end, which we'll talk about. That's because obviously. she got a bone thrown to her. She was uh, she was given uh, permission to break a dude's bones with her heel. Yeah, so she got her. She, and then she also busted that lady's face with the butt of a shotgun. Well, so I like, thought she was just going to blow them away. You know, I thought that was more her personality type. I think that's, you know, because Sam was there. If Sam wasn't there, I you know, <laughs> was just going to kill everybody. Actually, like, I think Sam is my how many we got to go back and determine how many people like each one of these have killed. Because I think Sam and Michael have maybe killed more than Fiona. Does Sam have a body count yet? Oh. He, he sniped. He like fucking shot that one guy, and like he. Oh, like, he died. did snipe. Oh, yeah, the, he cool. did snipe the one guy a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he sniped the boss of the. Yeah, the, and Michael yeah. killed somebody in this the, one. The, so the like, Jamaican accent guy, right? Yeah, like the um, oh, uh, they were doing that. <laughs> that was the accent episode. They were, they were faking. Yo, yeah, they there were was some. There was some accents in that one, and uh, Michael was trying to do like the Florida cracker boy accent. It was so fucking. Oh yeah, Southern. Yeah, like he ended up trying like sounded like Keanu in Devil's Advocate. It was fucking fantastic. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, in my episode, she's sort of set up at the start where she's she's kind of cute and adorable. You know, she's hanging out with him in his cool black car when he's driving around, and she's eating yogurt on the couch while he's like working out. Oh yeah, so the yogurt is a a thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She. Oh yeah, I was. She looked good. It's some Brenner's yogurt. Looked good. There is there is yogurt. Too. The yogurt gag is a, is an every episode thing. Yeah, and there was feet. You're right. There's yep. that too. I, I literally wrote yogurt and feet. Like that. What a treat for people. <laughs> like yeah, they who, love... yeah. Who who guest directed that scene? Tarantino. <laughs> oh. Well, there was a there's a scene. So this is funny. This is something we did before. I think we started the podcast. We were just like uh, dicking around watching clips of the show, and I think I just like Googled burn notice on Pornhub. And one of the scenes from this season was on there where she just like puts her feet up on the dashboard of a car, much like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. See, yeah, when I, he says, he says burn notice in the recap, you get to see it at the title and like burn notice does kind of sound like something the doctor would give you. Gonorrhea, right? I think we've made that before. It's It's also like a Twitter kind of thing too. I could see like, I don't know. Everything about it's just kind of a... It's just my level of silly, actually. And fucking Sam kicks ass in this. Sam is a... He's a pimp. 
He's a, a lot of your reactions to the car. show initially are definitely a lot like ours. So that's really oh, yeah. great. Like that's I think that's kind of what, what what brought us in too. Is like yeah, it's got like the right level of campiness. Some of it's self aware. Most of it isn't. And Bruce Campbell rules. Yeah, exactly. And well, there's I feel like I got lucky. I did have a very cool uh, like surfer guy in my episode. Yes. Uh, we didn't even get to our quest giver this week. Nick. Every every week somebody has an exclamation point over their head and they come up to the Weston gang and they got a little job. And yep, this week it is uh can you <laughs> you were <laughs> Josh texted me or uh, DM me before <laughs> the uh episode was like best lower third yet. And then it happened. Yep. And he was right. <laughs> Nick, dude with a problem. Dude with a problem. <laughs> dude with a fucking problem. I tweeted problem. that screenshot out from the from the podcast account it's great. on Twitter. So if you check out, uh, if you follow Burn Notice Pod on Twitter, you can see the exact moment that they uh, lower third it in. Nick Lamb, dude with a problem. Yeah, and okay, and this dude really does have a problem because he was living the life, and it's all about to hit the fan. Yeah, my man's got a problem. This is for sure he has a problem. What what what's that necklace called that he has on? Those aren't the puka shells, right? That's a different. He has the little I was like say white that's puka beads. Shells. That's not puka shells. Is They're that, not. I, I yeah, I thought maybe they might. That's have been, what I was going to call. Them. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm gonna call him for right now. Like, yeah, so we've got yeah. this this short Asian guy with puka shells. And he's he's saying, like, I don't actually own this baller house I'm in, but it turns out he's house-sitting, and that's all his job is. What a fucking king. That is My a sister does that for job. rich people. That's, that's a good, smart. Really? That's a good job. Yeah, well, I mean, she does it, like, on the side. Like, like she, has, she has, like, an actual job, but, like, she will house-sit on the weekends and stuff. She's not probably not going to do it much anymore because she's having a child now, but um, she... Uh, but if you're, like, like a yeah, stoner like, surfer dude in Miami, this is, like, a career, man. He's yeah, got no, it. <laughs> like, I've gone over to the houses she's house-sit at because we, like, go over there and use their pool sometimes because it's nice yeah, rich people course. pools. Yes, that's practice. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Like, redistribution. it's like... It's like Parasite. I I, I watched Kinda. Parasite recently. I love that movie. And then Great I'm watching movie. this episode, and I'm like, this guy's just living out of five different houses that he's house sitting over eight months at a time. Like, this is sweet. He's oh he's, yeah, Miami I mean, and here in Arizona, there are so like because it's an old retirement community. There are so right. many people who have second houses because like the real estate is pretty cheap, and you can build out these fucking mansions. And they're just empty during the summer because nobody wants to live here in the summer. Right. And and he's got a hot girlfriend. And it's like, I mean, get to just travel around with her. To She probably thinks he has multiple houses. Well, that's we do establish that's exactly what she thinks. So yep. uh, here, so Nick Lamb's problem is that in uh, his career as a house sitter, he has been noticed by people as like possibly like being a rich guy because sometimes he goes out and tells people that he's a rich guy, so he, he can get nice laid cars. and stuff. He dri- yeah, he drives the nice expensive cars. He goes to the cool houses, and he got himself a fiance out of it who thinks he's like a rich dude. So now his fiance has been kidnapped by people who do that sort of thing, um, and they want five million dollars from Nick, who is like a stoner surfer house sitter. Yeah, a large part of this dude's problem is that even though he's going out driving nice cars and everybody's seeing him in these places, I'll guarantee fucking tea he's wearing <laughs> swim trunks and sandals and his shirt and puka shells everywhere. Right. So he's a mark. You can have money and dress nice and get away with it because you look a little more intimidating. This guy, total fucking mark. Yeah, he's a, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's 2007, a so anyone that thinks he has money probably assumes he's like some sort this of guy has, dipshit. This guy like, has a girlfriend? Let's kidnap her because he'll pay whatever we want. He's precisely. a sucker. And we and you are absolutely correct, Bobby, because he got got, and so did Don, his uh, pretty Just girlfriend. Just like Shake, he got got. 
Got, 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 yeah. I mean, his was a little more um, monetarily fucked than mine. When yeah, I but I mean, bucks. aren't you kind of afraid if, like, you're losing packages outside of your property, Shake, that, like, what might happen when you do have a girlfriend? Uh, that has never even crossed my mind with somebody stealing. <laughs> I mean, if they can steal DVD. your burn notice DVD, they can steal your girlfriend. Just think <laughs> they about can that. steal everything Folks, from me. This is why you know what they can't steal so from important. me though? My virginity. That's for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about it. If somebody, okay, let's think. This could almost be like the start of like Bad Santa Three. Steal, if tailing, tailing the U, the UPS, and then stealing this package, opening it up while driving, and seeing that it's burn notice. And I'm pretty sure the person that stole this thought it was going to be iPods or something go with computers or yeah, something at least. A video and, game maybe. Yeah, a video game, something. Uh, instead, so they get that out. They throw it out the window, probably about two streets away from Shake's actual house. The person that finds it in their yard, they'll love it. Oh but, wow! I like this. I like this theory. Yes, and then that is, that's our that's that now our crap. lead in the movie. The guy that just found Burn Notice season one for free. That guy's wow. name was Jeffrey Donovan. <laughs> He's like, I remember this show. <laughs> I have a great idea. Time is a flat circle. What? Wow. I, you've given this much more thought than I have. I, I just I'm was really like, well, that's really good. I love God. that. I mean, you I love got that. God so bad, man. It's, I got the porch it pirates, me. man. I'm boys with you. It hurts. Well, um, much like uh, your theory, uh, Michael's narration in this episode is very overwritten and overthought as well. Um, there's oh so boy. much ADR and so much narrating and like, I couldn't keep the threads of a lot of what Michael was like doing with his, like being a spy is like doing this or if you're having have to a do double, that. yeah. Having like a double, um, agent. I couldn't like, keep blah, up with blah, any blah. of that shit this week. It was like all nonsense to me. It just all felt like gobbledygook. Well, yeah, he, uh, he turned his. He turned his prisoner instantly with no water. He also brought up a lot of like weird like FBI crime stats. Did anyone notice that? He was like, 40% yeah. of people who are kidnapping have a, don't have a chance to survive. A lot of these are taken into effect. Uh, Especially if they can't pay. He was like, if they can't pay and their race and their skull shape and uh, all the other. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Going like eugenics now? <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh, phrenology yeah, it's and like kidnapping. Their nationality hand and in their hand. skull shape and. So that's why when you when you go to a kidnapping meet, you always have to bring your calipers. I guess Jesus. He he would have been fucked if he didn't have his crazy ex with him. He was gonna get got in the alley. That is well, that's like one of the big hooks of this show is that if, without Fiona, he's pretty much fucked all the time. Like Fiona oh, yeah. saves his life constantly, that's and cool. he's such a dick to her. Oh yeah, and he won't fuck her well, except for the he one barely, time. He only fucked her once in the heat of a moment. Oh, and you yeah, guys saw you guys time. saw a fuck. Yeah, the episode we, they fucked was yeah that was that was yeah they don't great. I mean it's still cable so they don't show too much but we got some good side boob and okay. um some um some like after after coitus in the morning yeah it was like that morning after scene where she's like holding the sheet against herself like in yeah. just the right position looking fine holding like fine. also pointing a gun I mean sometimes they sometimes they kind of you know cross that line a little bit they might not show anything on these cable shows but they I mean you might have gotten to see his technique you know which way he was hitting it. I would have loved to. I would have liked to known how. Uh, I mean, I got to think that uh, Fiona's the dom there, right? Oh, I think def, so too. Definitely. Like Fiona's definitely in charge in that bedroom. I think that's pretty well oh, established. Yeah. yeah, and that like the moment I was positive that she was completely crazy was when she did save his life. He was about to get shot by. Um, and actually, I'll back up. I liked that whenever they're looking for a suspect, it was basically the bald guy in the crowd. Yep. 
It's always oh, like this yeah. really inconspicuous, like, like sort of foreign-looking dude. Like that's that's yes. every bad guy in this. So show. then they're both keyed in on the bald man, and uh, as he, you know, as our uh, our rookie fucks it up, you know, he pulls a shake and gets got. Shows he like <laughs> waves. He waves at everybody after picking up the envelope. But yeah, when he's about to get shot in this alleyway, I saw the look on her face as she tased that man. And oh that yeah, is the look of an insane woman. I've seen that look. It everybody fears that look. Oh yeah, and Gabrielle Elmore is so good at doing that. Like she's always got little smiles when she's like inflicting violence on people. It's so fucking good. Yeah, she was just on that shit. Oh, yeah, she was holding him. down the button because they kept doing the buzz sound effect. Like this is like she was just zapping the piss out of him. He's lucky she didn't just straight murder him. Probably. I just, you know, he definitely like shit himself in the, in the spy CTS, right? He shit definitely. himself all over Bruce Campbell's new Cadillac. Oh, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah he, he probably soaked his pants. After <laughs> you ever see that video where the cop is doing taser training? He gets tased and he throws up and shits himself at the same oh, time. Oh, oh, oh. And, like, Whoa, lands no. on his face. That's fine. Jesus, no, I no, you've never. Like, oh my god, awesome. I will show it to you. This, I thought you were. We should you were stop the like, podcast so I can show you this video. No, <laughs> I thought literally. you were gonna be like, have you seen that video where he says, "Don't tase me, bro"? I was like, yeah, we all have seen. No, no, no. This, this, this cop gets tasered and he okay. falls yeah. face first and throws yeah. up and like. Falls into a pile of his own throw up, Ooh. and when they pick his face up, he goes, "I shit myself," and then they oh. have to pick him up and drag him off. It's so that good. Is rough. That's what you get. Yeah, it's very funny. good. It's it, you love to see it. Really, it's just what you love to see. It goes around, comes around. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Thirteen, twelve, mm. baby. Um, Damn. So, but yeah, uh, so the Lucio guy is the uh, bald guy we were referencing. Yes, yeah, they turn Lucio, him. They flip him. Um, wait, I put him. Yeah, Lucio Velasquez, kidnapper. He got lower thirded. Lucio I, just, got his uh, I could only think of Overwatch when I heard the name Lucio. <laughs> Never really played Overwatch. I got into it. I played it a lot when it first came out, and um, I don't know if I care about number two, but we don't have to get into that. Yeah. Welcome to Overwatch chat. Yay! There's a lot of people that still Welcome like that to Burn game. After Overwatching. Yeah, people like that game. Yeah, this, they didn't have to like do it. shit to flip this Lucio guy. I was very offended. Like, they didn't have to rough him up, really. He got tased, then they brought him back, and then all they did was just take a picture and be like, but now we're going to say you're yeah, they, on our team. Which, you know, they if, you're, if you, like, tell the Colombians that you're a snitch, like, that's what's going to happen to you is worse than anything they could have done in that apartment, so... Yeah, I, there is kind of a point there. It makes like, sense, they, but they made the whole I, big my man's got to He's got to put up a fight. All that. He's got to put up a fight. He, the dude he's actually working for, ended up being a legend. He's working for the guy that was in the Scarface and like a bad guy in a Breaking Bad. I don't Hell know yeah, Reyes, motherfucking Stephen Bauer, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the man. Yeah, yes, that guy's like, he's character actor alert um, for sure. He has good menacing energy. Yeah, this show's done a really good job casting character actors for like some of these like uh, antagonists. You know, and... If if you're working for that guy, you got to somehow like dupe these agents again. You know, you got to go half for them and you end up getting back. He just yeah, he, that, he was a rat. That is a good oh, yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he really didn't weak. try to like weasel his way out of it. He was just like so complacent. He's like, no, you guys gotta help. Like, okay, like, he was like so trying to bend over backwards, like. At the drop of a hat. Yeah, he was like, I mean, he kind of did act like a traditional like rat in a mob movie, basically, you know. Like yeah, he guy, was not like, a tough like a, like a Now maybe that's part of that's the girl. Maybe it's because her energy's there, and like uh, he might really be threatened by her. Well, Strong I mean, energy. we definitely we, we talked about it a little bit, but uh, he's like, oh, I have to get back. Like, what's my excuse? And Michael's like, well, you're just gonna tell him that you broke your foot going down the stairs at the mall, and he goes, Ooh, but yes. I didn't break my foot. Michael just looks at Fiona and she just stomps directly on his foot with her heel and is just like, mm, nice. Damn. And then she just comes. Yeah, she came. Oh, yeah. 
she probably like for like when she's about to like jerk off and like we have seen by the way bobby we have seen her uh like vibrator she there was like a mm. use of her vibrator in one of the episodes not a sexual use but they have established that she has one yeah we do know that she owns one and that she keeps it near enough to michael's apartment okay yeah and it wasn't like that watchman one big and blue it no, wasn't it was blue. more like, uh, it, was like it wasn't like a penis shaped one. one. Okay. More of a like, yeah, yeah more like just a, like a shower heady yeah. looking one. Personal oh, massager, yeah. quote unquote. I think they said personal massager too. I think they did say personal massager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah clean it up for a little bit for USA, just a little. Yeah. Oh yeah, but she she grabs that bad boy out and she just like p- turns on like YouTube comp of like bone crunching. I mean, they, I'm I have it on right now and uh, she definitely just deep throated um, olives off of a toothpick. Oh it's yeah, not that really part. like yeah. sexy yeah. eating for it sure. Was, it is sexy. Yeah. When she's doing like the uh, the wealthy wife uh, character, we'll get to that in a sec. So there's a great line uh, right after that when Michael's doing his narration thing where he's like, from Karachi to Bogota, all spies know that the best thing you can do is hire a disgruntled employee or something like that. <laughs> I just oh, from Karachi to Bogota was a very yeah. Funny. It was about uh, Sam's disgruntled bodyguard. Yeah, they're like right? everyone. All the kidnappers know the best person you can hire is like a pissed off employee. Right. Oh, there's yeah, that. We love oh, our there was also the workers. great part where they were like uh, when Michael was like telling Nick like what the job was, and Fiona and Sam are there, and he's like, uh, "Fiona's gonna play the the wife," and she turns around, she's like, "Hi." And Michael's like, and the disgruntled employee, and Sam just goes, you bitch. I fucking love that line. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. Yeah, it's great. It was fucking great. Is that a, you bitch? You bitch. Oh he loves, God. this show loves that word, by the way. Like, oh, they say sure. it every recap. Well, it's 2007, it's cable. It's like what the most of what you can get away with at this point. They, yeah, that was like, the, that was like saying shit or fuck. Right, yeah, and like FX, like on FX, uh, Always Sunny was saying bitch like a ton, like a couple oh, years yeah. before, right? They were kind of breaking that down. I've been watching a lot more Always Sunny lately with uh, the the big homie Young Fish God on Twitch. Everyone definitely follow Young <laughs> Fish God. <laughs> I want to go back just to, just briefly, though, because like when they were flipping the guy and it was really easy, they... Um, they showed him like a little uh, uh, like FBI letterhead, basically like we're gonna make this look official. And he's like, he's like, Sam is really good with the computer. He's like, thanks, Mike. It's just Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have actually. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say something about that. I did do a little bit of research about this episode. I think and, I know exactly uh, what you're saying because I have it pulled up. You do have it pulled up. Okay. Yeah. You wanna? Yeah. You wanna bring that up then? Yeah, basically, like, uh, I love it starts with this. Keen viewers will notice a sharp cut after Sam says, thanks, Mike, it's just Photoshop. This is because no matter how many times they tried to keep the scene going after that line, Jeffrey Donovan could not help but lose himself laughing at how Bruce Campbell delivered it. Eventually, they just picked the scene up from after the line. <laughs> Bruce Campbell rules. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> He's the man. It's great. I, I, I have to go back and I because I, I don't think I, I didn't catch how hard of a cut it was, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it definitely came like it was the end of the scene. It the wasn't like super laugh, hard or yeah. conspicuous. You'd have to like look. They did a good job like cutting it, but that is very funny. Hmm. Another one too for the foot stomping. They originally were going to have Michael do it, but during the shooting, they decided Fiona to do it. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the IMDb trivia's, right? Yeah. yeah. Good old IMDb trivia. And then, of course, uh, one thing we knew, which I'm also very sad about: no uh, Mrs. Weston, no Sharon Glass. Yeah, the mom has been absent these last... Sorry to um, you and Sleeves, Bobby. You guys have not seen the mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. Michael's mom is cool as shit. She rules. She's another favorite character of the pod. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to do some uh, deeper dives to see this mom. 
Oh, well, we, we're going to talk about your feature with Burn Notice by the end of the pod, so stay tuned, folks. Okay, um, okay. That's yeah. a tease. Ooh. I, uh, <laughs> I got a question for you guys. You know, uh, this is this a, a real action show here. Um, I, I've been watching, I rewatched the Bad Boys movies recently, and uh, I'm nice. thinking a lot about how you handle yourself when other people have guns and things like that. So in this episode, he's standing in a park at one point and then realizes a sniper is on him now he actually just talks his way out of it but i'm wondering you see that red dot on your chest what are you guys doing to get out of there if i have a a sniper trained on me if a sniper is locked on you what do you think you could do because see myself i've learned from the bad boy movies that if you do one of those like uh tuck and roll like forward barrel roll things you can evade bullets. Like I've, you could even do like two or three of those to get a good little speed built up, and then you got to run away. Clearly, like that's a, I mean, that's a good point. Also, Bad Boys a a very Miami property. Very Miami, and people yeah. love that franchise because of it. Really. Oh yeah, I think Bad Boys two fucking rocks. I know there's like a lot of opinions on that. I gave but... it. I gave it a rewatch and was like, oh man, I was I was really tripping the first time. I, I th- didn't think this was as good or anything. It's awesome. Bad yeah, Boys 2 is hell to watch. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's to the limit. It clearly had to be before a bunch of the school shootings because there is a ton of gunplay to where oh, like, pedestrians are getting hit in that movie. Don't they like I fuck up a bunch of KKK dudes movies. at one point though? Yeah, oh, there's, like, the very beginning's insane how much, like, the cops are fucking spinning their car sideways to oozy up, like, 30 criminals, but then the criminals oh, yeah. are shooting back at, like, them and pedestrians and shit. Yeah, and then, then they immediately start getting screamed at by Joe Pantoliano. Fantastic. Really good stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, like you said, Miami. Joey Pants just coming some, in hot. There's just something about... It's it's a party in the city where the heat is on, you know. All night on the beach to the break of dawn. Yeah, we love Leah. We love it. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. That's right. I'm, you know, we t- we talk about Dexter a lot on this podcast because uh, of the fans uh, wanting the crossover between Dexter and Burn Notice. Burn Notice and Dexter ran concurrently, and uh, you know, also in Miami. So there is some crossover potential there, and also the uh, the pilot ha- with uh, with our boy David Zayas, and still it's my yeah. favorite theory I've ever come up with, and I'm right about. <laughs> I love it. I love I, that theory. I hope Burn Notice um, is able to keep it going a little better than Dexter. Dexter really kind of fell yeah. off. Yeah, boy, the end of their yeah. run. When, whenever, I really hope this show. Whenever somebody like asks me like if they should watch Dexter, I always tell them just watch the first four seasons and quit. I think yep. that's yeah, the way to was, do it. There was that's what I literally stuff. did. Just treat the end of season four as the series finale, and you'll be really happy. Yeah, basically, I'm, Burn. How how many episodes of Burn Notice are there? 111, I think. Oh, and a movie. Plus you're in for it. a yeah. movie. Oh, shit. Oh, a shit. Sam that movie, movie goes hard. It's a Bruce a Sam... Campbell-focused movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's called oh, The Fall shit. of Sam Axe. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. excited. I cannot wait to see that. Yeah, we're, really, we're going to get into that for this podcast for sure. This There's really a lot of great things in this. It has the fun vibe. I, I'm going to attribute a lot of that to being in Miami because, like, he goes and meets... He goes and meets... Uh, Al Pacino's friend from Scarface, because he's the kingpin. Is it like Raul or something in this? And uh, Reyes. The... They give his last name. He's just named Mr. Reyes. Yeah. Okay. Reyes. Yeah. And he's just doing a negotiation, a fake negotiation, while getting a rub down from a babe. You know, yeah, this yeah. guy. And he, he, if you're he's a just spy, you're dick, doing it right. Which uh, this is another thing. Oh, all of Michael Weston's fake characters are gum chewers. I don't know if you've noticed that, Josh, but <laughs> yeah. every single one of Michael's characters, like every time he's doing a bit, like to to infiltrate, he's chewing gum. I I don't it's, think I have noticed it, but now that you bring look. it up, 
He's always and he's in the massage parlor, fucking ass naked, just chewing on some gum while laying down on his stomach. I think yeah, it might be one of these ways he like hides his Boston accent or something. I don't know. It's a very confident Maybe. look. Uh, it, I, I and also I haven't mentioned this yet. A big part of it for me was um, I see just everything with the slam and soundtrack behind it. They're oh. dropping <laughs> music. All this, oh, the music! All this music. Isn't it wonderful? There's always constant music underscoring almost every moment in the show. It's yep, very it close to Scooby-Doo, yeah, where it is the <laughs> entire time, and it almost, you know, is supposed to be used to guide you, but all this music just sort of fits this, like, setting, and it, it's, it, I don't know, it's sort of good, it's sort of not, it's fucking awesome. Though. Now that you said Scooby-Doo, Bobby, I'm imagining, like, them going into that, like, warehouse where they, like, had to get the kidnappers, but instead of, like, Fiona busting in and, like, hitting people with the butt of her shotgun, it was, like, the Michael Weston gang, like chasing the kidnappers like through a hallway with a bunch of doors like through yeah. the different I want them to doors. ride around in the mystery machine <laughs> yes. well there was like the monkeys playing in the background uh, oh man oh, that would, would be great it. actually like would, a 70s or yeah, 60s yeah they're just driving style. around in the spy neon yeah but i no, love that free, they, free love and everything they're hippies yeah they put that little <laughs> they, gra- they got reyes tied up at the end they pull off his face and it's actually al pacino <laughs> <laughs> and i would have got away with it too Old man Johnson. <laughs> of course. He was trying to chase people out and make the real estate prices drop. And I would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling spies. I like that. Who would be the talking animal character, though? What animal would they have? Oh, oh they'd have to have some horny little thing. That it's Miami, so it would have to be like a, like a bird or like a, like a manatee or something. Like a tropical... A man, a, how the Just, fuck would they do a manatee? I, you could CGI, man. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna no, die. No, like they're they're not in the water. Just keep some water by it. You get a hose. So they had, okay. So the mystery machine has a big ass tank in the back. They can and just solve. Just a big they can solve mysteries near the water. Don't judge me. <laughs> this is like some Aquaman shit. Where like, you guys come in the water, motherfucker. See what happens. I just want to see the noble manatee uh, invo- more involved in the show. That's all. It's a, it's a Florida based show. I just think there needs to be more manatee representation. I'm getting more into anime, and I've been studying, you know, the setups, how they they do a couple characters and have that animal character and everything. I'm seeing this hottie from Burn Notice, and she's got like a ferret, a cute ferret that she can can talk. See that? Okay. Okay. It's like a little guy. Shit, too, though. Like a little mischievous kind of animal to like match some of her. her It's launching off her shoulder and fucking up people's faces when she wants it to. All right. Nice marmot. Marmot. (laughs) <laughs> I, I could see that though actually i could see them like releasing the little ferret to go like plant bombs and stuff and like the house yeah i actually could he get a little he's like sneaking through the walls when they need to throw a flashbang oh i'd be yeah the, the flashbang that uh michael made himself out of yeah. uh what like could you imagine shit? how fucking horny a burn notice anime would be a burn notice anime interesting holy shit like if you thought a burn notice live action was horny just wait <laughs> Sam would be tr- cool as shit in an anime. I'm trying to think, like, what else would be so different, though? Like, what? How could they make this an anime? I mean, it would basically well, just be the same show. Be like in a high school. There's a oh, lot yeah, yeah. It would, be set in a, it would be set in a high school where everybody's training to be a spy. Yes. Like, all the students are training to be spies. And right? he gets expelled, which is his burn notice. Oh, yep, there you go. He gets a burn notice. He gets expelled. Sam Axe is, like, his friend from a different school who had already He's, like, been... a dropout. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, a little out. bit older but still hangs out with high school kids, and everyone thinks he's cool. I This this is this is working, actually. Yeah, yeah like, all the <laughs> this... assassins are, like, teachers and, like, faculty and, like, hall monitors and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hot, hot assassin teachers. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, I'm actually really... And then, you know, since it's a cartoon, you could absolutely make the sidekick animal a manatee. 
Yes, even, even easy talk. Fine. Okay, fair enough. Perfect. All right. Actually, I'm, I'm actually kinda... we're probably like treading in waters you can't eat. I'm sure that this franchise is currently owned, and they're probably considering doing exactly what we're talking about. I I hope so. they made all these episodes in a USA movie. You're telling me. You know, yeah, anime is getting dude, We'll write that shit. Yeah, anime is getting really big again. Everyone watched Evangelion when it hit Netflix. Come on, USA. Oh yeah, Netflix probably about to put this out. Let's do it. You know what? Yeah, Netflix anime. anime is pretty. Big. I mean, well, anything that hits Netflix. Let me is voice what one of the talking animals. That's all I want. I'll, I'll, let me be the manatee character. You want to be the man? What's I'll the character? The... What's the manatee's name? Oh God, yeah, that's putting me really on the spot. I don't know. You'd have to have something goofy like, uh, I don't know, like Man Man or like I don't know. It's like Pen Pen, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking Man Man the manatee. Yeah, well, I mean, Pen Pen worked. I, I don't know. I just I, watched I, Evangelion like recently, so. <laughs> I like it. I'm not. I'm not shitting on it. Let me play Man Man. <laughs> All right. Let's, off manatees and onto shrimp cocktail. I just want to say something real quick about okay. shrimp cocktail. It's funny you brought that up. Can I, I just wrote say that something down. about shrimp cocktail? Did you notice this too? This is why. But they just left it? <laughs> that, yeah. See, this is why this podcast exists. This is chemistry <laughs> right here, folks. I know. I was like, I, I fucking wrote it down. I swear to God, so I wrote it I. down right here. I wrote the desk jacket. Left didn't the even shrimp, get a shrimp cocktail. cocktail. This is sad. <laughs> it looks pissed. good too. It looked good. Yeah. Bobby, did you notice this, or are we just Bobby's fucking crazy? Just I don't like, remember what the fuck it, are these guys talking that, about? It, it wasn't monumental to me. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally did. So yeah. we haven't even really talked about the nerdy bureaucrat guy. Yeah, he was at the beginning yeah, of the yeah. episode, the middle. So yeah, yeah he's. So the, this is this kind of ties into the uh, big season story arc, Bobby, where he's trying to figure out who burned him. Yeah, and uh, so he's who, he's who been working with notice. like CIA and CSS agents. Yeah, that I, I'm. I only saw one episode, and I want to know who the fuck burned. Well, him. that's yeah, that's our central theme. So this guy is like the so now like the new like they've had a bunch of like uh, intelligence dicks come in, and he's like taking care of all of them and kind of moved up the chain. So now it looks like there's like this bureaucrat guy coming who wants to like actually talk to him and see if they can settle this thing. And so like he's testing him out. He like calls the cops on him at the beginning to like see how he reacts. Then he like meets him at a bar, and they're like start building a rapport. And the guy's like, you know, maybe we can talk about this and figure it out, but I have some sec- oh, some security concerns, um, so you have to come to my office. Michael's like, no, we're not going to come to the office. You have to come to my apartment. They settle on the deal, and then the the dude just walks off, and they leave a full plate of shrimp cocktail. Yep. Uh, I was, just I was full, upset. untouched. They looked like some beautiful tiger prawns. They were well-presented. This is a this is a class issue, guys. I, I I understand why you're upset now, why you noticed it. It's uh these people on this show, if if you did meet them in real life, they would think they're better than you. Yeah, the and wastefulness of the bourgeoisie. It makes me sick, and uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. And we need to redistribute the shrimp cocktail to all people. I mean, can you blame? I mean, look at this cast of characters we're looking at. All three of them can kill you. One of them gets cars from ladies because he's so good at hitting it. The other one's, uh, he's burn noticed, but he's still alive. So, like, that's basically like you're as bad as Sean Connery. They can't kill you. And yeah, so they don't don't give a fuck about anything. To fucking go home and eat yogurt out of a fridge that looks like a, a fucking prop from Fallout. Yeah, he just loves yogurt. He doesn't give it. He, you think he dunks uh, shrimp in yogurt? Oh God, that is. Uh, my, he I, just I dunks everything. Told in you yogurt. guys uh, I was having some, some stomach problems today, and that doesn't help, man. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. For, I think uh, you know what'd be for really funny about though. Yogurt shrimp. I want to see him like just chug a Danimals or something. <laughs> <laughs> what if he just had a gogurt? Yeah. 
He only eats Gogurt and Danimals. I oh, fucking man. love that, actually. That so, like, what's so going good. on with this uh, this yogurt being a replay thing? This is, uh, I, I'm... It's, it's the, the gag. Yogurt, they just the there's there's just like, somebody the, is eating yogurt in, in every way, episode. Almost. It's all is it sexual? Is it? I only no. saw a girl eating it. No, episode. it's just there. Yeah, it's just like even, a recurring gag. They don't even mention why or anything. It's just that there's yogurt. I think it just happened in the pilot, and somebody thought it was funny, and they decided to keep going. These shows love doing that because I think Psych does it with pineapples, and people like who like these shows just really love like just seeing shit and being like, oh look, and like they they just fucking love it. You do love to have a gag, right? It's fun it's like the, being uh, on the inside, like you know. The puffy uh, shirt. Yeah. The, yeah, like they just love recurring shit. Like, uh, yeah, like puffy shirt Seinfeld, like the recurring thing was always like Superman something. They would always reference Superman or there'd be Superman something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, People like fucking, they eat that shit up. They love it. It's true. Um, so where were we at now? Shrimp cocktail. Let's keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep talking about, you know, I could talk about shrimp cocktail a lot. When I was in Vegas this year, I ate like a lot of shrimp cocktail. Oh, like, you get it for I... like 99 cents. Yeah. And like, even like the higher end stuff is pretty cheap. And I was just like, just, I committed to spending any casino winnings on like celebrity chef restaurant food. And uh, that's the best. It was a I've fun been, weekend. Like, yeah. Me and my friends have talked about doing the Ramsey run, which is eating at every single Gordon Ramsey restaurant in one day. Um, I ate at the Paris uh, Steakhouse. The Steakhouse. Oh, Paris me too. Casino. Holy fuck, it's so good. It's so it was, good. What'd you get? What'd you get? Beef Wellington. Oh, hell, you had to, right? I, I, had, to. I had to do that yeah. too. Beef Wellington with scallops and uh, sticky toffee pudding. Fuck yes. That, oh, would, that, that place fucking ruled. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really great. I could, I could go on yeah. about that all day. Yeah. But the Ramsey run, we'll have um, to do it. See, after the shrimp cocktail was the, uh, yeah, that's the sniper <laughs> Sorry, scene. Sorry, Bobby, that was just the weirdest tangent. <laughs> so post-shrimp cocktail. <laughs> um, oh, I liked it. I, you that's... guys enjoyed it. Oh, you enjoyed it. Are I you jerking it. off over there? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, Ramsey run. <laughs> well, I mean, once you start talking about Gordon Ramsey, I totally agree. You just got to come. Like, that's just kind of what happens. You definitely get step. off on a Gordon Ramsey tangent. I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, we'll save that for the uh, ancillary po- ancillary podcast that we'll do on it. A Gordon Ramsay podcast. Is there a Gordon Ramsay podcast out there? Maybe we we'll have to cut this. We we'll have to cut this part out because uh, the light bulbs are coming on. But um, so that's the uh, the sniper scene. So he's got a sniper trained on him by by Stephen Bauer, uh, and he big dicks it. He's just like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm going to stand here and convince you. So he convinces the guy. Does all that? Um, he does do it cool. He says, "I he don't does. know." He's like, "I don't cool. know how good your magnifying glass is on your scope, buddy." Oh yeah, and he pulls his Armani coat. He's like, yeah. "This Armani, cops, cops don't can't fit afford Armani. that shit." Yeah, cops don't fit in Armani's. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That was yeah. one of his best lines. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, absolutely, we got some cool Westerns. That in character this was yeah, yeah. The the hostage negotiator character was very fun that he played. Definitely, you knew how to play yeah, it well. Yeah. He, uh, I. Yeah, he had no problem uh, being in the room with, you know, uh, Scarface Jr. Yeah, he handled yep. himself. I was yeah, hoping, so Mike, yeah. I didn't know how hard this show might go. Maybe somebody get thrown off a balcony if things go wrong. The balcony scene had me concerned for a second. but we'll, we'll, That's, like, towards the end, too. Um, but, yeah, so Michael sets up the meet with, uh, with Scarface guy. Meanwhile, uh, Fiona's trying to reassure Nick that everything's going to be okay, and she's looking at the, uh, the, oh, yeah. the person whose house it is. Uh, gun collection, and she's like, "Is that a Makarov? This is like a 1951 Soviet Makarov. This gun rules." The guy's like, "I don't know guns. It's just the owners." And she's like, "Fucking, this gun kicks ass." And uh, I was telling you guys before the pod, I, I was uh, just uh, completely unrelated. A couple weeks ago, I was like online looking at those like old Makarovs. Like, if I had a gun, that's absolutely the one I'd get. They're fucking sweet. So I, think I totally you and Fiona get might have a little uh, connection going on. A Maybe you thing. and her would hit things off. Absolutely. 
She could dominate. Comra- but of course, comrade Fiona wants the uh, wants the Soviet pistol. Fiona rules. She loves it. Yeah, she's a, she's a resistance fighter, yeah. dude. She loves it. She's like mad horny for the Makarov, which is great. And then she's like trying to change the subject. And I love this part when she's like trying to change the subject with Nick. And she's like, oh, nice big TV. Oh, what is that cable? Is that satellite? He's like, yeah. <laughs> the, the most... He just goes, looks right at the camera. No, it's direct TV. It's their special new package, which makes all the screen bigger. And that's why. <laughs> yeah, that, that part was sickening. Absolutely uh, girls, branded content. Girls you, are always, always concerned about the inches on your TV. And, <laughs> that's what uh, you owned in on? Like, she's like, that's big. How big is it? And he's like, it's like 60 inches, babe. <laughs> that's right. She's like, oh, that's direct small, TV. huh? Yep, he went 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 from uh, dick metaphors to pro- straight to product placement. TV sizists are just they sicken me, you know. And then like Nick gets all yeah. sad and starts crying, and like Michael walks in and Fiona's like TV awkwardly trying to do like the back pat like there there thing, and she like doesn't really feel right about it. Which um, last week she didn't really have any problem fucking rub downing the fucking Irish con man. So uh, yeah, but she was as sleeve said fake horny, so she was using kind of she was just trying to make Michael jealous. In that moment, she's not trying to gain anything from it. Right, she's but just if trying she was to okay, so like if she was so good at it there, why couldn't she just fake it to like just at least like give the guy a fucking pat on the back? Kind of sus. Oh, that what's that's what sleeves was mad about. Now I understand. If you're doing fake horny and you're turning dudes on. That's a problem. Yep, that's this. That's the episode sleeves got. So he got a oh, he got a yeah. bad one for you him. Can't, you can't hurt other people with your horniness. Then you're crossing into a whole new threshold. Yeah. Well, Fiona just hurts other people in every way that she possibly can. So. Oh yeah, she. But I mean, horny sense. or otherwise, yeah, she's a bad. Oh, bad sure, otherwise. <laughs> horny or otherwise. Um. So there, they, the the plan goes into action. So we're gonna wrap it up here with. Uh, with the 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 big complicated finish, um, they pull out. Like I guess they, Michael says it's a GPS unit. Deadass thought it was a Tamagotchi. I was like, "What's he doing with this Tamagotchi?" Oh, that would oh, be fucking cool, ch- dude. Know, that would right? be in the anime. I, we'll have that in there. The it anime. is. Yeah, you, they Damn. can tie in a Tamagotchi for it. I'd love that. Um, so they they put a GPS into Sam's shoe, and so Sam's gonna go like look at the operation, and they're gonna get a location on it via the GPS thing. Um, Meanwhile, Mike's going to keep buying time as the fake negotiator. So they do all that. Um, Chuck Finley finds his way in. That's uh, Sam's oh, alter ego when he's playing like, these uh, suit characters. And he, like, he, you know, uh, he cons uh, Scarface guy into uh, letting him go see the operation. He goes and sees it. They, you know, they get a location. Everything's all good. Um, they go back to the house and build a bunch of bombs again. And tell you some how nice flashbangs out yep, of you they, know, they, Coke they, cans. Anarchist cookbook teach you how to make flashbangs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, appreciate when they show how to, viewers how to do how to break themselves. locks with thermite and aluminum foil. Pretty awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like we usually take notes for the show for just the show itself, but I feel like I gotta, I gotta start like making. We'll make the anarchist's cookbook version of Burn Notice. Where oh it's, man, that'd be fun. Yeah, Didn't it kind of look like learned. at the uh, the first couple of shots, like the uh, menace or not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Menace to Society crack cooking scene. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so damn I was ready for 10 Crack Commandments or something to start playing. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Oh, I, I, you know what? We'll have to do that for a bonus let's episode. Let's take that scene and let's just put ten, try to make fucking 10 shit. Crack Commandments behind it. We'll have to try to make our own bombs and see how it works out, and we'll review it on the podcast. Oh, man. Cut that out. <laughs> oh, oh uh, in Christ, parody, of course. Cut that out yeah, in the video game. Sorry, that was this was a goof, everybody. FBI, CSS. I mean, the, uh, if if uh, my trolling of the CIA with the podcast account has been affected, they're listening. So, 
we love our jokes on this Jack podcast, Ryan, if you're folks. listening, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Jack Ryan. Suck we it don't off, like Jack Jim. Ryan. <laughs> um, so it, MacGyver Mike puts it all together, and the plan goes into action. Um, we, we've kind of touched on this before. They, they bust in. They, uh, they save the girl. Fiona hits the lady with the butt of a shotgun. Uh, I thought she was going to blow him away. I yeah, really did. She, she does abstain from killing everybody, but she does definitely break somebody's face. She, yeah, she still gets a little savage mode in she there. She gets a little bit of it in. Um, so they save the day. In the meantime, uh, Michael's on a balcony with a, with a gun trained on him by Stephen Bauer. And uh, the plan goes into place. So he gets the phone call. It's all done. And he just walks away like, oh, well, I guess we can't do a deal then. Sorry, you're going to have to kill the hostage. Knowing that, you know, it's already taken care of. Yep. So, you know, Scarface guy and uh, Lucio go to the, the, the kidnapping, like, holding cell place, and the cops show up, and they all get arrested. They time the cops perfectly Just every episode, 100%, don't they? Yeah, it's wonderful how, I mean, I can't believe how good the police's timing is in 2007. Yeah, they, like, really every episode, Bobby, they usually, like, they con a dude, um, like, usually a bad dude, into being into, like, a fake rob a bank or just be in a situation where it looks like they're doing something and then have the cops show up at the exact perfect moment. Yeah, it was beautiful on this one. He's at the same hotel, gets out, they get back to the spot, and then, yeah, all they did was walk outside of the door and the cops are rolling up. You love to see it. It's like a love it when Hannibal a plan or comes from the A-Team. You just love it when a plan comes together. Yes, yes, yes. Can't think of the name. Speaking A-Team's of... kind of a dated reference at this point. Oh, well, like it, in, in the remake, it was Liam Neeson saying it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I can't think of I think it's Murtaugh or something. I can't, no, Murtaugh is... That's uh, Lethal Weapon. Thank you. So I think it is Hannibal. Hannibal. What's up? What, what, when did this come out? Because Homeboy's using Thermite to uh, blow open locks like some Breaking Bad stuff, you know? 2007, which is about the same time. Okay, same time. okay. Yeah. Yeah, first yeah, season right of Breaking Bad was 07, wasn't it? Uh, uh, if it was 07, it was probably 08. Yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, right around there. there. Yeah, not that long. Um, yeah, every, I, I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Everybody it was 08. says, uh, I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, watch The Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, and Burn Notice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Those are the, the, the Mount Rushmore of TV series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Burn Notice just weasels its way onto it's, all these prestige yeah, It's funny you mention that because that's, I'm, I'm in the middle of a Sopranos rewatch right now. Like, I'm early on in season two, and that's what I was watching before I watched uh, this week's episode of Burn Notice. Uh-huh. And it's funny because the episode I was watching of Sopranos uh, was focused around a rub and tug that wasn't paying, like a okay. massage parlor. So there was like a lot of massage parlor tie-ins and stuff from both episodes. Season, season two, you you dealing with uh, Joe Pants? Uh, with Ralphie? No, not yet. Not yet. Not this yet. is like okay. early season two. So like uh, Richie just gets out of jail and uh, like we're, we're getting into all that. And uh, Furio just got to uh, to the States. So now we get Furio, which I love. I love Furio. Great character. Oh yeah. My shame. You say you haven't read Dune. I've only seen like one episode of Sopranos. The Sopranos fucking owns. It's so Sopranos good. Sopranos is cool. I could see how people ha- like having started it. The first episode um, might not grab some people actually too. But I if can you watch it, like that first season, there's no way you won't want to watch at least all the other good ones. Yeah, honestly, for, I mean, most shows' first seasons are kind of rough. Like at least shows that go on for a long time and are heralded as good. Like I mean, you go back and watch like Seinfeld first season. Like mm-hmm. a lot of sitcom first seasons just suck. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the first season of Always Sunny is really an, uh, interesting. It's, there's, yeah, it's there's some episodes budget. you straight up can't even show anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's low budget. They were still trying to, that was like when FX was doing their little pilot project. Although right? I will say, that before we finish this tangent, the, the underage drinking episode from that season is still one of my favorites that they've ever done. 
Well, yeah, that's a good that one. That one's still great. Yeah. But, I was uh, a huge Always Sunny fan. I haven't seen the I newest season. It's a really great show. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, even when I check in, I haven't been watching it, but even when you like check in on like stuff, it's still funny. Like they're still making it's really good, funny yeah. TV. Yeah. Just like Big Bang Theory, right? Who's my big? Yeah, my totally. Big Bang Theory. Just like the Big Bang. Absolutely. Just, just like, like the Big, big Bang, Bang Theory. Just I'm like a Kaylee, and a half I'm a Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco fan. I'll, she I'll is very attractive. That. I don't think it's enough to make me watch the show, though. No, no, I would not no, watch no. that show. I Everything mean, I've seen about it, I just doesn't. I hate it and I don't like it. I'm yeah, not I mean, gonna let this slide. I'm, I got it here, and it just hit the part too. What do you guys think of uh, Surfer Boy's girlfriend in this episode? Oh, Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. So, um, I think she looked great. Um, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of other people were big fans because this is her only credit. Ooh, Dawn. Wait, ever? Ever. Like, this is it. Whoa. This is all she's ever done. Oh my god! That's crazy. You so, think she was related to somebody on the crew? Then I don't know. Her name is Rachel Yeager. She has this credit, and that's it. That's insane. Just well, Rachel, about I hope you've gone on gonna... to have a very successful life, and you're very happy somewhere. Oh, she's stuck with a uh, burn notice fanboys coming up to her in the airport. Oh, could you imagine they, like being a, they know imagine her, like a being, being now it's, it's twelve years later yeah. and like some like one of us and dorks come up like yes. oh my god you were Dawn in that episode you of were Burn Dawn Notice. in the episode nine of season one a forty five minute conversation about hey Dawn I'm doing a podcast and I've never watched that show and I'm going through all of it now and <laughs> she's you like damn you want to go fuck right now <laughs> <laughs> you were great in your part I don't know how they did figure out a way to <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Truly unhinged behavior I, if any of us approach her in real life. Yeah, never hey, do yeah, that. Yeah. I hear you guys are the number one burn notice, so there's probably we are other the number podcasts one burn notice that, podcast. You know, she could have all sorts of people possibly. Wait, doing is there? That to well, her. I gotta like, I, I mean, there's like rankings and shit for like, you know, uh, podcast genres on YouTube or YouTube, well, like the, iTunes and in stuff. The, in but the, I'm, in the burn I'm notice wondering genre. if there is like a, a way we can see, because I think there is burn noticed. There's a podcast uh, no, about they, Burn Notice. I, I think they tried I think it. I don't folks. think that one exists anymore. They don't do anything new. I thought they were pretty current, actually. Are Last they? I checked, I thought they were still doing pretty recent episodes. Well, when did this I'm looking out? it up right now, because if, if so, then we need to fucking like, dismantle them. I will absolutely go end? into Podcast Wars. I have no problem with the Podcast War. Let's go. I will. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking them up on Stitcher right now. Let's I will fucking burn that podcast. They're on Stitcher. You know what? I need to add us on Stitcher. Well, I, should we go on Stitcher? I haven't added us to Stitcher yet. You a Stitcher dude, you thinking? I'm never thinking really I don't know. I mean, we're dude. on... Wow, they I have a... a wow. Premium oh. trial wants to listen to How Did This Get Made episodes for a little bit. This is funny. So, this is really funny. They have a Twitter, and it's Burn Noticed Pod, and we're the Burn Notice Pod. We are the Burn Notice Pod. Yeah, fuck them. Hold on. I'm looking Whoa. them up on Twitter right now. This is Whoa. like really good content for everybody listening as I like Google This is shit. really great content. Well, no, you're doing no, that. Let's wrap this good. episode up. Um, there, this is not the end of the episode. Ready so the, and handle this other podcast. So the gang saves the day, um, and Mike takes his meeting with the, uh, with the nerdy office uh, bureaucrat guy. And while Mike's trying to make him some coffee, this dude pulls a g- fucking garout out of his briefcase and tries to strangle Mike to death. So it turns out, twist, that this guy's not a bureaucrat at all. He's actually an assassin. Holy shit. Yeah, dude was like pretty savage at the end, yeah, too, with his like, little fucking He's straight up fucking he's whispering Epstein theories into this dude's ear like, everything's going to be fine. They're just going to think it was a suicide. Just take your hand off. It's okay, Jeffrey. The cameras are going to disappear, and we're going to arrest the guards. Yeah, he, all right. he did the classic move of uh, getting the guy when he was most vulnerable, but he didn't know he had those booby traps. You guys got, you have to have guns placed throughout your house and like things to help kill people. Well, when you're a burned asset, sink. you have to be extra careful. 
Yes. So I've got an update on the Burn Noticed podcast. Um, we have more followers than them on our account, Hell so yeah. we win. Hell we yeah. win. That's win number one. Stomping we win. On we got it by. We beat them by like fifty or so, so we win. Huge. Yeah. Fuck them. Also, don't follow them. Follow um, us. Their logo is fucking stupid as hell, first off. So <laughs> We're just going to rip this podcast a new one. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Fuck um, these, fuck these motherfuckers. So, yeah, hey, fuck these motherfuckers. Controversy and drama br- brings viewers, so let's get this shit going. Burn after uh, noticing, burn, number called, one. Burn noticed, fuck off. Suck it. Burn noticed. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Actually, I am I think I got duped on this before. This isn't a burn notice podcast that I'm looking at right now. This is a burn notice, burn notice podcast. So this is a podcast about a burn notice podcast. Hold, hold on, you, you lost yes. me there. I'm now looking Why at the page as well. It is burn noticed. There's the comma, and what yes. are they doing? The same so, thing. By the way, our name's better, two, too. Let me just be very clear There are two podcasts, that. right? So there's two okay, of these podcasts. Yeah, One podcast is called Burn Noticed Pod. Burn Noticed Pod, my apologies. Uh, we still have more followers than them. They have no tweets, so they're stupid. They shouldn't exist. Um, there's a podcast that's about this podcast called Burn Noticed Noticed, which is a... Listen, this I I can't mm. comprehend how fucking stupid this is right now. Although, I'm if you want to make a podcast about this podcast, you can go ahead. That's fine. So yeah, they said they had some fanboys that did a recap. Yeah, that like listened to their podcast and then started talking about their and did a podcast about their podcast. Oh my god, that's insane! I'm sure it's exhilarating. Like, if- and so the real podcast Twitter account is Burn Noticed Pod. And they have 75 followers, and last I checked, we have 75 exactly, so we're tied. Hey, everybody. Well, this is a great time to – well, great timing. Great timing, Josh. So the episode finishes off with with an assassination slash fake suicide attempt on Michael. Michael saves his own life by pulling a gun out from underneath his kitchen, shooting the dude in the chest. Uh, Bad guy runs away. Turns out he bled out in an alley. He's dead. R.I.P. F's yep. in chat for the assassin guy. And now they need to figure out who this dude is. Um, but, you know, th- that's going to come. What we didn't find out until just now is, hey, it's Fiona's birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, it's Fiona. Her, happy birthday to Fiona. So what do you get? The girl who has everything and also can murder you in cold blood. What do you What do you get? And, you know, Michael knew just the thing. He got her the Makarov from earlier in the episode. We love it. Yep. yep. So apparently Michael's payday was to get a discount on this gun to buy Fiona a birthday present, which, you know, is kind of sweet. It's, you know, it's probably the nicest thing other than, well, I, actually, this is the second gift, right? So he got her the snow globe last episode yeah, to, like, is, replace that. So he's, up, a, he's a little uh, jolly, in the, you know, in the spirit of Christmas, is we're only, like, what, four days away from Christmas. He gives him two gifts. He gives her two gifts in a row. He's oh, a, he's a broken it. man. He's a, he's spending his money on this X, and he's walking away from <laughs> shrimp cocktails. That's true. The, the the wasting of the shrimp cocktail is still egregious and cannot be forgiven. I uh, I don't know how I can ever like his character again after seeing stuff like that. Yeah, so it was is a grave offense. Uh, very upset, but I think we'll, maybe we'll up. get over it. And again, that Makarov kicks ass. So that's the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to uh, rate this one out of ten Makarov pistols. Ten Makarov pistols. Okay, so Bobby, we re- we review the episode at the end mm-hmm. of the show, and I think we'll start with your thoughts since this is your first episode. Out of ten Makarov guns, what do you think of this episode of uh, Burn Notice? Um, I liked this one. Uh, you know, it's it's got enough to watch me some watch some more. Um, there's uh, there's action. There's a crazy babe. I'm gonna give this eight out of ten. 
Let me get That's pretty good. Eight. Yeah, solid. Okay. I, I really respected the laid back dude character. Um, you know, he he yes. lived like he he lived luxuriously because he was doing it right. But all he really had, he said, was um, 15k and these surfboards and his girlfriend. So you know, like a real dude. I like that. Yeah. And, well, actually, we we didn't even uh, mention how it how things finished for Nick. So they brought the girl back to him, and uh, he actually doesn't have the girlfriend anymore because she immediately fucking punches him in the face twice and goes, "You lied to me," and then runs away. So uh, we oops. love it. Yep. They, uh, ha- and then I think it was uh, Fiona's. I love a happy ending. Yep. Yeah. This is, this was <laughs> more a good violence teaser. made me made Fiona happy, especially watching women it. inflict violence against men. I'm pretty sure she was just like, oh hell yeah, girl. We love it. Yeah. I mean, this one just had me want more. You know, I want to know what Sam is doing to these women, and I have a oh, lot of questions. All? Don't we all? We love Sam. Yeah. He's uh, he was featured pretty pretty good amount of time in this episode because usually he's not enough but i feel like it was a pretty good amount yeah yeah he was he, he had his, uh, his moments in this one what are your guys's uh scores josh go ahead so i think i agree with you bobby i think out of i think i even texted or uh, messaged you paul that i think this was probably my new favorite episode i can't give it the 10 out of 10 because there was no fucking in it and i feel like that's my baseline now glad you're um, level-headed about your opinions yes yeah, so I think I think I'll just go one step below. I think I, I mean I think I will give it nine out of ten macros because I really did. I legitimately, genuinely laughed at some of the moments, which I don't think I've really done in this show before. And I uh, I actually did enjoy the plot line. I thought Nick was a good quest giver. I thought Fiona was um, just the right amount of horny and violent. Sam got to be his. Uh, uh, he got to dick so good that he got a Cadillac out of it. There's a lot to love in this episode. So, yeah, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. That's a strong one. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I did also like this one. It was a lot of fun. Um, I love me some Makarovs. Um, yeah, yeah. I had Stephen Bauer. had some good character actors. I think we all identified with Nick Lamb and really enjoyed that character, too. Um, it does lose a couple points for me. One, uh, no Mrs. Weston. And two, I still can't forgive the shrimp cocktail. So I'm going to give it seven Makarovs out of ten. Seven Makarovs. You know, Noble, we've, we've railed against the shrimp cocktail already, and I agree with you, so I respect that. Hey, there was happen. one thing I forgot that was very funny to me at the end. When he battled the uh, bureaucrat who was strangling him, he shot him in the gut, and then the guy yes. like didn't scream he proceeded to stand up and run out of the apartment. Yes, and the bullet was like in his chest, nowhere near where he probably would have been hit. Like he would have yeah, been hit like it, in his like side. It like was the angle yeah. he got shot. And it was like up in the middle of his chest and he just like ran away. He was like, all right, bye. Yeah, yeah I no mean, they said spoken. he bled out a few alleys away, but like you're not making that out of that apartment, dude. Yeah, come on, man. He was like shot directly in his chest plate. <laughs> Damn. And that Bird Notice podcast is still concurrent. They are on season two, episode seven. Why are you plugging this podcast? (laughs) Wow, like they're ahead of you guys. They probably think they're big shit, you know? Like they're not. They started about a month or so, a couple months before we did. And uh they're also um boring because they just named their episode titles after the episode of the show. Stupid. So our the and also our podcast has a better name. It's just better. So it's a better name. It's got a better uh, cast, if you ask me. It's got better guests so far. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know if they do guests. Uh, you so guys I'm already going to make a that claim. Great yep. um, so we, Buzzcast we Network behind We it. also have, are backed by the goddamn Buzzcast Network. Yeah, I, I doubt this fucking podcast. They might be on Stitcher, but they are not part of the Earwolf family. They are not part of the Earwolf family. 
Damn. But you know what? We're glad that you were part of our family, Bobby. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, uh, like you said, Buzzcast Network. Uh, we're doing some cross-promotion here, everybody. Uh, check out uh, me and Sleeves over on Bobby Horror Picture Show and everybody else on Buzzcast, too. So it was oh, really fun talking uh, Burn Notice and all the sweet shit in this. Yeah, and I think we've established we like to ask all our guests, are you going to keep watching? It sounds like you are. I, yeah, I'm going to check out some more. Um, I might oh, have yeah. to try and see, uh, you know, uh, what's going on with this mom character you mentioned. And maybe oh, yeah. I think you like her. She's very she's cool, but also manipulative. She's a very fun character. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing some dabbling. We're excited to get her back. I will say um, you will probably want to um, at least watch episode seven because that is the one where they fuck. That okay, is the one that, cool. yeah, get, get, yeah, cool. get the fucking in. Um, so where you can find us more importantly than the other fucking Burn Notice podcast, fuck those guys. Well, you can find me at Thick Flare TTV on Twitter. Thick Flare on Twitch. Uh, we're having some fun with some streams once I'm feeling better, maybe after the weekend. So uh, check that out. Um, Josh, where can they find you and where can they find us? They can find us on Burn Notice Pod, not Burn Noticed Pod. If you uh, if there's a D that's not at the end, then you've come to the wrong place, or you've gone to the wrong place. I should say, don't go there. Burn Notice Pod. It's a stronger name because it's the name of the fucking show. Yep. <laughs> um, but you can find me personally at Shake and Bakey, Shake and Bake Y, not Shaky Bakey, not Shake and Bacon. Uh, Shaky common bacon. misconception. I have to clear that up, but I think it is funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm on there on Twitter and Twitch and pretty much everywhere. Um, I saw but, uh, I saw your video where the girl said shake and bacon. And <laughs> like, I'm bacon. thinking like you should get her. Uh, I mean, yeah, you need like her to just get her on a get her on a get her, just write out her review for a burn notice episode or something and oh, man. have her. We really should have her read one of Movie somehow. Man Kev's reviews. You know, I have. Con- you know what I've considered doing, Bobby, is kind of going on cameo and seeing another adult film actress and. Uh, 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 hoping that they'll do something similar, but do like a role play where they pretend they're Fiona and they're trying to fuck mm. Michael. Oh, yes. Jesus. Interesting, yes. All right, before I think be we fun. get any hornier, I think it's probably a good time to get out of here. You can also find us via email at burnafternoticing at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Um, that's going to be it for this week. Bobby, thanks again. I had a real good time, man. And uh, everybody keep watching, keep listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Don't get burned. Do not get burned, especially if your peeing is burning. That's probably gonorrhea. Especially if it's your pee-pee. Yeah, yeah. don't get burned, but burn them if you got them. Burn them if you got them. Yeah, I like that. Burn them if you got them. Great cross-promotion. Thanks for listening, folks. Please listen to Bobby Horror, and we'll see you next week for another Burn After Noticing. Woo!